0: You're listening to the Sheepspot Podcast, a show for hand spinners about making yarns we love. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode nine of the Sheepspot Podcast. I'm Sasha. I'm a spinner, spinning teacher, and a dyer. And my fiber company, Sheepspot, offers hand-dyed wool and the information and support you need to make those fibers into beautiful yarns. Today, I'm really excited because we're gonna be talking about one of my absolutely favorite wools, Rambouillet. And I want to first start off by talking about just the history of the Rambolay breed of sheep. And it's, I think this is one of the reasons I love the breed so much. They have a very romantic kind of backstory. So um, Rambolays are descended from a group of about 350 Spanish Merinos that were purchased by Louis XVI from his cousin um, Charles III of Spain in 1786. And at that point, the quality of merino wool, merinos only existed in Spain, and the quality of merino wool allowed the Spanish to completely dominate the international wool trade. And so the Spanish government prohibited the export of merino sheep to any other country. Somehow, though, and um, I've read suggestions that perhaps flattery was involved, uh, Louis managed to prev- prevail on Charles, who was actually his cousin. I think I've said that already. Um, Louis managed to prevail on Charles to lift this long standing prohibition against exporting merinos. And uh, so, 318 ewes, 41 rams, and 7 weathers went to live at the royal farm just out of Paris. Um, and there they were crossbred with long wool sheep from England. So, Rambouillet staple length is typically a bit longer than merinos. Uh, but they are still, their fleeces are still very fine. So they really kind of have the best of both worlds in terms of a somewhat longer staple, um, but really, really fine fiber. So typically, um, Ramboulet fiber ranges from 18 to 24 microns. So it's right there in that merino range. Continuing on with my history, though, In 1840, Rambouillets were first sent to the United States and they quickly spread throughout North America. Um, They are very hardy uh, sheep. They can survive on a vast variety of kind of qualities of forage. And they do very well uh, on the western ranges of North America, so both in the US and Canada. And they one of the reasons they do so well is that they have a very strong flocking instinct, which protects them from predators because they like to sleep all kind of bunched up together. And so they're, in that sense, it's harder for um, predators to kind of pick them off than it is with sheep that are more isolated when they're asleep. So um, nowadays, you can find rambolays being raised uh, successfully all over North America. There's actually a flock about um, 30 minutes north of me here in southwestern Ontario. Um, but they're very popular among uh, ranchers in, in the West. And they are considered a dual purpose breed, so they produce both meat and very high-quality wool, and they can live on a variety of feed and in a very wide range of temperatures. They're also naturally resistant to parasites. They are actually the largest of the fine wool sheep, with the rams topping out between 250 and 300 pounds, while mature ewes range from 200 to 275 pounds. The average ewe will have uh, one to two lambs with each uh, in each lambing period, and some actually lamb more than once a year. So for all these reasons, they're very attractive to shepherds. The, the ewes have a very strong maternal instinct, and they're good milkers, And despite their size, rambolets are pretty easy to handle in part due to their strong flocking instinct. Their fleeces can range between 8 and 18 luscious pounds with a wash yield of 35 to 55%. So they're quite greasy fleeces. Their staple lengths range from 2 to 4 inches uh, and as I said, the micro, micron count is from eighteen to twenty-four. The locks are square and rectangular. Uh, sorry, um, the lock, <laughs> they're not square and rectangular. They're they're square. They're flat-tipped, so that all the fibers in the lock are the, tend to be the same length. And they're very dense. They have a well-defined crimp, although not as sort of crisply defined as merino. And this is absolutely a fiber that you can wear next to your skin. The wool qualities of Rambouillet's have made them attractive to breeders seeking to develop other dual-purpose sheep. So we can find Rambouillet genetics in lots of other breeds. They've been crossed with Dishley Lusters to develop the Ile de France in France, with Lincoln's to develop the Columbia and Panama breeds with Romney's to produce Rommeldale CVMs and with Quarrydale and Lincoln to produce the Targi, which is my other favorite fine wool breed. In terms of spinning Rambouillet, Rambouillet is a really lovely fine wool that's not only next to skin soft, but it has beautiful character and bounce. So unlike Merino, which can be temperamental to spin on one hand or kind of limp and boring on the other, Rambouillet is both a fairly cooperative spin and it always has a real presence to it that makes Rambouillet yarns plump, elastic, and in my view, generally delightful. In other words, it's interesting to work with, but in a good way, it's easy to draft because the fibers like to stick together a bit. Um, they like to bring their friends into the twist party. And um, it's, just, it's just a delightful wool. So if you're starting with a fleece, wash thoroughly because this wool has lots of grease. And if you're carting, do so gently Use as few passes as possible. Or you may want to comb it or flick card it. It works really well with any of those prep prep methods. When you're spinning commercially prepped fiber, um, or regardless, whether you're spinning commercially prepped fiber or fiber you've spun yourself, spin your singles a bit finer than you think you want them because Rambouillet yarns, plump up quite a bit when they're washed. This is particularly the case if you get the fiber prepped as comb top and the fiber has been steamed on its way through the top machine, which takes out, which kind of flattens out the crimp. So when that fiber hits water again, it's going to plump up a lot. Um, So always sampling is your friend Spin a bit in different ways with different amounts of twists, different diameters. Make sure you wash your samples. That's crucial because they're going to change in the wash. And then knit some swatches to make sure that the yarn you dream of is actually the yarn that you're getting. In my experience, Rambouillet is happy spun, either worsted or woolen. And if you haven't tried it, do make a point to spin some as soon as you can. I promise that you will love it. That is it for me this week. Thank you so much for listening. Join us next week when I'll have some tips for spinning more consistent singles. And if this episode has left you dying to spin some Rambouillet, there is quite a bit available at the moment, 11 colorways worth, in my shop at... Uh, sheepspot.com. So head over there and check it out. Pick some up for yourself. It is a truly joyful spinning experience. Be well, my friends, and I'll see you next week.